0: come, O come, Emmanuel, and fill this place, fill this place with your spirit so that we may receive your word for us this evening, to allow us to not only be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word as well, as we celebrate, as we give thanks for the birth of the Christ child that changes each and every one of us and changes the world that we live in. So God, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. I invite you now to hear, uh, once again, part of the Christmas story, this time from Luke chapter 2, verses 8. 12 I invite you to follow along with your Bibles, or we'll have the words printed on the screen. Hear the word of the Lord. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord showed around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, "Do not be afraid." I bring you good news that will cause joy for all the people today. In the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the the Lord. And this will be a sign to you that you will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You know, what would we do without signs? If you really think about it, what, what kind of world would we live in if, if we didn't have any signs at all? Just, just thinking about driving around and all of the traffic signs that that we have, how many, how many accidents we would have, how many, how many uh, uh, problems that we would have on, on the roads, Congest, well, more congestion than we have right now. But all, all of those things that, that we see, you know, do we go one way down this street or, or does this street go two ways? Do, do, do we, what is the speed limit while we're here? What is the safe way for us to, to travel down these roads? You know, another sign I, I absolutely love all of, of the restaurants and all the businesses that have signs around because it, it allows us the opportunity to play a game. It's a game that I played growing up. I played it whenever I was a youth director or whenever we were driving from one place to another. It's so much fun that even right now we get to play that game with our grandson Samuel. And and that game is looking to see if we can spell out the alphabet as we're driving from point A to point B. When we're taking Sam, when we have Samuel with us for uh, for a time, and we're taking him back home to Denton, we we play this game just to to see if we can catch the full alphabet, and also just hate it when we get close to the word Q or or the word X or the letter X. You know, just hoping that a quick trip or a Exxon is somewhere nearby so that we can actually finish the 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 game. That's the fun thing about signs. And another thing I love about signs is the creativity that people use with signs. We have a great uh, person that, that helps us uh, do the sign out in front of our, our sanctuary that tells about events and everything and, and there was one time that she was out of town for like about three weeks a- and that sign stayed the same because, well, she wasn't there to change it. So, I, I decided, well, I'll go out and I'll change the sign once. And I get up there and I was like, I didn't know what to think, what, what to put on the sign. So I just put the word hello. It's a, it's a friendly sign, so, you know, why not? There's a, there's a restaurant down in, in Austin called El Arroyo. And, and you all have probably, if you're on the Internet, you've probably seen the signs that they post Online I think they even have like four or five books that have all of the different sayings that they have on the signs. A couple that I just absolutely love. This one right here. The fastest land mammal is a toddler who's been asked what's in their mouth. (laughs) I love that sign. And then I love this next sign. It's okay if you fall apart sometimes. Tacos fall apart and we still love them. What, 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 what a true sign. What, what, what a true picture of, of humanity in that sign. A- a- and how we can take what, what's true and, and what's beautiful in those signs and, and apply those to our own lives. It's kind of like the story that we have tonight. The story that, that we are here to, to celebrate and, and to remember. Remember. And if you remember listening to the passage, you heard that there was a sign that was given in this scripture. And that sign was all about a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in the manger. But but my friends, here's the question that we have to ask tonight. How how do we, that, that celebrate the birth, the, the death, the resurrection, the ascension of Jesus Christ, how do we receive that sign? One of my favorite theologians who passed away uh, a, a while ago uh, in an interview that he wrote, uh, Dallas Willard, he had a, a great quote that, that made me think about how we receive signs in our life, and especially the sign of the Christ child. He says that one of the nice things about the Christmas holidays is that we get to remember Jesus, to try to get past all of the noise this Christmas and to set your mind on who he was and what he taught. And when we do that, we receive a a wonderful gift the life of God that he brought into the world. That kind of captures what, what Christmas is all about. That, that captures what it is that, that we are doing here as followers of Jesus Christ. The reason why that we are gathering here tonight isn't so that we can check off a box to say, well, we got that done for this season, or it isn't so that we gained something It gives us an opportunity, as Willard says, to to put the hustle and the bustle of the world around us aside and to set our minds on Jesus, who he was and what he has done, To, to fully and truly receive Jesus, we must pay attention to this sign, the sign of the baby laying in clothes in the manger. That's what the Scripture tells us. That, that's what the angels was telling the shepherds, that, that they needed to make sure that they saw this particular sign and, and embrace that sign. Embrace that sign, and then later in that story, we hear that they were told to go out and share what it was that they heard. So when we think about this sign, about the baby laying in clothes in the manger, it, it gives us an idea of, of what do we make of this particular sign. The very first thing that that hopefully all of us remember and think about when we when we see this story or when we receive this sign all comes about what we find in Philippians chapter two, verse seven, where it says that he was born in the likeness of man. There's a big theological term that, that we like to use when we talk about Christ who has come to to be take on flesh, and that word is the incarnation. Where, where Christ is no longer in heaven, but he is here among us and a part of us. And the reason why he came was for a, a moment to, to liberate us, to free us from the captivity of the sin that we have in our lives, to, to allow us to, to break that power of sin in our lives and to be able to live fully in the kingdom of God right here and right now. It's not a a future mission that that we are looking forward to, but that's part of it. But the fact of the matter is that Christ came on earth so that we may fully live and participate in his kingdom right here and right now. Now we're no longer bound by the, the structures or, or or the chains or the ropes that, that once held us. We have a, a new way of, of living. Living in, in this embodiment of Christ in and among us. This this embodiment to say that the kingdom is available for you tonight right now, and when we sing those songs and when we go through the entire lessons and carols, it it makes my heart sore because I hear how Christ came for me, how Christ came for each and every one of you. Like another part of a beautiful sign that, that we see in this story and, and through the birth of Jesus Christ is that now we have the opportunity to see who the Father is. For, for the longest time, there, there was this separation between, between God and, and God's creation, and from God and humanity, but when Christ came, it gives us the opportunity to see who the Father is. I know that there is a lot of us who probably have grown up with the idea that, that God is an angry God, that, 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 that he wants to, to punish us because, well, we're just bad, poor, miserable sinners, and, and, and God doesn't want anything to do with poor, miserable sinners. But if God doesn't want anything to do with sinners, why in the world would he send his son to live among those sinners? It's, it's a question even the disciples wrestled with when, when Jesus was preparing them for for his for his death and, and for his future resurrection. He was telling them about all of the places and in the the famous words he says. Well, you know the place where we're going, and the disciples come back and say, "God, we have no idea what you're talking about. We we don't know where you're going. We we barely know what's going to be happening next week. How can we know where?" You are going. And Jesus talks to them about how they have the ability to see the Father. And Philip asks, how can we see the Father? And Jesus says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And what does Jesus do? Jesus, when he was on earth, he taught, he healed, he fed he gave himself up for us so that we may have life and life abundantly. See, my friends, if there's one thing that I would love for you to, to fully grasp and understand this evening as we gather and we celebrate the birth of, the, of, of, of Jesus Christ is that God loves to forgive God's people. That, that There is absolutely, and I firmly believe there is absolutely nothing that we could do that would keep God from forgiving us, that, that, that would allow God to, to say, I'm, I'm, I'm finally done with them. No, because of what Jesus has done, but Jesus coming down to live on this earth, we know that God desires to forgive each and every one of us. And that leads us to the final sign that, that we see through Jesus. And it's a sign that I absolutely love as a follower of Jesus Christ. And that is that each and every one of us are now called to go and do likewise. See, remember, Christ didn't come to to exhort his power over all of us. Christ came to serve. And we see multiple times in the Gospels the way that Christ came to serve his people. From the miracles that he 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 did from the acts of service that he showed his disciples on the, the great room where where he took his cloak off of him and he washed the feet of his disciples. And when Jesus could have called down the angels to protect him when he hung on that cross, he knew that he was called to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many. One of the things that I absolutely love that we do during our Christmas Eve service is that we take up an offering. Of course, we take up an offering every Sunday that we gather and everything. But, But the thing that I love special about our Christmas Eve offering is that not a single penny of that offering stays at Royce City First United Methodist Church. We we give the entire offering away, and we have given away a lot of of big offerings over the past six years since I've been here. And it it warms my heart because it shows that, that God's people know that they are called to serve just as Christ has served. And the way that we're serving this year is that we're taking our offering and we're dividing it in two parts, where we're splitting it down 50-50 and giving it to two very worthwhile organizations. The first organization is to the Methodist Children's Home in Waco, Texas. A, a place where, where moms who, who cannot afford or, or have the means to, to, to take a baby into their life, they, 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 they find ways to adopt them into loving homes. And, and a part of our offering will help support the work and the mission that has happened there. The other part of that offering will stay right here in Royce City because we have a, a brand new elementary school that is being built over in Veranda, and the namesake of that school is a member of Royce City First United Methodist Church, Ms. Ruth Cherry. And, and we will be taking that other half of the offering and, and putting it into the library at Ruth Cherry Elementary School, because we know how important it is to support education and to support our kids and give them a loving and caring environment so that they can grow, to hopefully, first and foremost, to know who Jesus means to them, but also that they can become the leaders of our world yet to come. You know, I know I'm not getting any younger, and and I love hearing the children in our sanctuary tonight and seeing them and seeing them being active, and I want to do everything I can to help them grow, to help them thrive in, in their lives so that they can then turn around and share that love with others. So we're going to have an offering tonight, but we're, we're doing it just a little differently. We're, we're not going to pass the plate. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the service, if you have your registration cards and if you have an offering, when you leave tonight, by, by each of the doors there will be an offering plate. And we invite you to put your offering and your registration card into the offering plate, knowing that all that you're giving tonight will help us make a difference in the world around us, because Christ has made a difference for each and every one of us. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you for the signs that you have given us. Signs that help us to see your love and grace. Signs that allows us the opportunity to see the Father in and through you. And signs to help us to see how we as your people are called to make a difference in the lives of those around us. We pray that as we continue in our celebration of Christmas, all that we do tonight and all that we do tomorrow, help us to remember the words of the angels, to to be mindful of that sign of a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And for us to know that that baby is Christ the Lord. So, Lord, we lift up our offering to you. We lift up our worship to you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.